0: An internet celebrity's ashes were stolen for a ghost marriage. In Hawaii, they discovered a river that smells like beer. And China is banning celebrities from showing off their wealth. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet by a comedian. <laughs> a Celebrity's ashes were stolen for a ghost marriage. This has got to be a finalist for zaniest title of the season. Turns out the ashes of a dead Chinese Internet celebrity who committed suicide during a live stream were stolen for a ghost marriage. I don't know how you use somebody's ashes in a ghost marriage, but I guess, uh, well, there's ghost marriage protocol. A ghost marriage, if you don't know, is a folk custom in some regions in China in which people arrange a marriage for the dead because they believe that there is an afterlife and dead people also need to get married in order to maintain the prosperity of their offspring. This makes no sense, but I guess they do it. For this reason, the body remains and ashes of young women have illegally become commodities for ghost marriages in these particular regions. Wow, this is crazy. They're just stealing the ashes of young dead women? Wow. How do you know you're getting the ashes of a young dead woman and not a a dead uh, meerkat or something? I, I suppose they do like a, an ash test of some sort. Uh, I, you could go down a whole rabbit hole on this whole topic, I'd imagine. Uh, the particular individual in this story whose ashes were stolen for a ghost marriage was an internet celebrity named... Okay, hold on, let me see if I can... This is a very long name. I I I uh, uh, okay. Uh, Lu Lucio, Lucio Lu Lu Mao Maoizi. Mao I think I did it. I Think I I think I did it. I think I screwed it up is what I think I did. Uh, so this internet celebrity, I will call Lu for short, claimed to suffer from depression and committed suicide in um East China's Shandong province by drinking pesticide during a live stream. After people encouraged her. And I do believe I covered the story of this individual drinking the pesticide on a live stream. And now here she is, cropping up again in an even more bizarre story. Um, It says here, her ashes were stolen by a worker named Shao from the funeral home where her body was cremated. He conspired, this guy, Shao, with some local funeral service practitioners... Who looked for a buyer of the celebrity ashes for a ghost marriage and also transported the cremains as well? Um, an industry insider revealed that some undertakers at funeral homes make a profit from the practice of stealing these ashes, since a successful ghost marriage can earn the offenders between 50,000 and 70,000 won, which is like eight to 10 grand ish in USD. Uh, wow, this is like. This ghost marriage thing, I, I, I just have so many questions about it. <sighs> okay, enter Wikipedia. In Chinese tradition, a ghost marriage, also known as a spirit marriage, is a marriage in which one or both parties are dead. The origins of this Chinese ghost marriage are largely unknown, but reports of it being practiced today can still be found. What are the reasons why you would get a ghost marriage? Well, in traditional Chinese culture, it is shameful to be the parents of an unwed daughter, and unmarried girls are often shunned from society. Uh, So I guess they get their dead daughter married after she's dead. But if she's not even in the world, what does she care? And uh, I I mean, do you still feel shame after your daughter's passed away and she's been unwed? What if she dies at the age of 11? (laughs) All right. uh, It says here also for men, ghost marriages are often performed for the sake of progeny. In addition, ghost marriages for men allow the family's lineage to carry on as well. Okay, so there's some... Uh, some reasons behind this ghost marriage thing. I've never heard of it before. Back to the original story. Uh, they actually caught the three offenders and they're under criminal detention by the local police for stealing this dead internet celebrity's ashes. Uh, so I'm just wrapping it up for you guys. In Hawaii, they have discovered a river that smells like beer. Oh, it's a glorious river. I would love to take a lazy river raft down this beer-smelling river for an entire weekend. Mm, what a great way to spend the day. A stream was found in the valley of... Oh, let me try and pronounce this. Waipio. Did I get it? I think I did. Waipio. Hey! <laughs> I'm horrible at this. So this river smelled just like beer and so they had to launch an investigation. Why does the river smell like beer? The river of beer flows down. The local officials say they were notified by the residents in the area that the stream smelled strongly of beer. Oh, why would you tell the authorities if you live there? I would just keep this river to myself. You invite your friends over. Hey, guys, it's the holidays. What are you doing for New Year's? How about you come and drink this river with me? (laughs) As soon as you tell the officials, man, they're going to stop it. Take the beer out of the water. Duh. Don't you want to have a river of beer all to to yourself? Anyways, they notified the authorities and then they came and tested it. Turns out the water is 1.2% alcohol. That's a very strong river. (laughs) It's it's about the uh, same strength as a white claw. The water also had 0.4% sugar, which, as you know, is an ingredient for making beer. They had to get the Department of Transportation involved. They did some some investigating. Ooh, they found a company that makes beer very close to the river. (laughs) Jeez. Paradise Beverages Company. Oh, turns out there was a big spill. They believe the spillage spillage came from Paradise Beverage. Um, Paradise Beverages is known for making some beers that you may recognize, such as Kohola beer and Aloha beer. Uh, I've actually had Aloha beer. And uh, it says after looking around the factory and the warehouse, both Hawaii's health and transport departments found a contaminated beer runoff from a pipe right beside the river. Oh, they found out where it's coming from. Just put your face in the pipe and have a good time. The stream of beer flowed from the pipe to a creek on the other side of the interstate. As of now, it is unknown if legal action will be taken for the alcohol content found in the stream. Yeah, you have to take action when a company does this. You don't know if you're going to take legal action. You have to be punished for this sort of thing. If you pollute our waterways, hello. Now, I mean, now I think we can all admit of all the possible pollutants in the water stream, beer's pretty good. You know, I would say it's right up there with um, ecstasy. Like if you polluted the stream with ecstasy, oh boy. Hey now. <laughs> what about an LSD river? Okay, now, in all seriousness, you can't be polluting rivers with chemicals like this. Come on now, we got to get it under control. Uh, But meanwhile, if if anyone would like to take an early spring break with me, I'm totally down for uh, rafting (laughs) with my face in the water the whole time. Hey, now.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: China bans celebrities from showing off their wealth and extravagant lifestyle on social media. Yeah, we got a couple weird stories from China today. Ghost marriages, and now this. Celebrities in China can no longer show off their wealth or extravagant pleasure on social media, according to the cyberspace administration. Both celebrity and fan club accounts must quote follow public order and good customs. Adhere to correct public opinion orientation and value orientation, promote socialist core values, and maintain a healthy style and taste. That's according to China's Internet Regulation Agency. Uh, that agency's wow—they got to be real busy. All these, uh, you know, all these TikTok challenges—they got to be shutting down over there in China. <laughs> They're really on top of this stuff over there. It's pretty crazy. This announcement follows the Chinese Communist Party's crackdown on the country's growing entertainment industry. They're cracking down. Officials are pushing back against what they're calling celebrity scandals and online fan groups that they claim cause social disorder. Yeah, we have celebrity scandals here. There's like a new one every day. Um, I kind of like them. <laughs> they're fun. Yeah, it's just they're just. It's isn't it fun to just make fun of celebrities and say that they're ridiculous people I I like that I do believe though there is of course some social disorder can come out of the celebration of this sort of lifestyle it's not a lifestyle you want to aspire to trust me I'm not saying trust me because I'm a celebrity I'm saying trust me because I've been watching this for decades it's awful (laughs) like who wants to live like a Kardashian I really can't some of you are like oh I wouldn't want to be that rich do you? you don't need that much money man you don't trust me you can be happy with a lot less. And, you know, the, the youth culture is so fixated on the exterior and cultivating the exterior, this whole attitude of get rich or die trying, rather than cultivating the interior, you know, your yourself, your personality, your, your intellect, who you are as a person, that's what should be cultivated, not what you're wearing or what you're driving or where you're living. So I think a glorification of wealth and extravagant lifestyles, which is what you do get in social in the social media world when it comes to celebrities, that can have some sort of disorder, uh, disorderly effect. I mean, it certainly doesn't promote the right values. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that we should go the other way with it, like China's doing, because I'm absolutely for freedom of expression, absolutely. And I would never say that you should shut down a celebrity. Instagram or they shouldn't be allowed to show whatever the hell they want to show uh, but my point is it does have an effect on the culture especially the youth uh, now in China it says here they're, one of the things they're trying to do is pre- prohibit celebrities from spreading rumors publishing false or private information pro- provoking fan groups to verbally attack one another and encouraging fans to partake in illegal fundraising or irrational investments yeah, you gotta kind of watch out for that stuff, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess in China, they're, they're publishing false rumors, and you do have that though in the states. You see, like celebrities saying crazy shit on their accounts, right? That's <laughs> you know Gary Busey, and then we all make fun of him. Ha ha ha! <laughs> There's a bit of that too, but you can't just shut. I mean, you just can't stop them from. I I, I don't know. I, I just. I, yeah, I'm not for socialist core values, so I'm like, let them say what they want. The market will decide whether or not they're stupid, right? Uh, it says here, China recently faced scrutiny after the tennis star Peng Shui accused a former senior member of the Chinese Communist Party of sexual assault in a post on Weibo, which was later removed. She remained unseen for nearly a month until this past week when she talked to the Olympic Committee over a video call. But uh, was her accusation correct? Uh, (laughs) Because if it is, eh, (laughs) she did the right thing by calling out somebody who sexually harassed her or whatever happened. It's a nightmare scene here with the social media. What do you do about it? It's a nightmare. I'll tell you what. You you can't just shut it all down, though. We got to learn to massage this out. We got to learn to live with it. And make it better. There's got to be a way. I have no ideas on how to do that. Uh, that's not my gig. Anyways, I've rambled far too long. and I'll, I'll get off this. Um, I need to take some video photos of my extravagant sound studio and uh, just show the world how I'm living. You gotta get on up now Girl, we didn't get them. Gotta get on up now Come on, name that song, you know it uh, Big shout-outs Shout-outs for people who emailed me Like Kayla, Kayla Griffith from Pinellas County, Florida I don't know how she's alive <laughs> Apparently Pinellas is She says, a peninsula on a peninsula Happy holidays, Jonesy Oh, all right Uh, Well, thank you very much for sending me an article, and I hope you have a lovely holiday as well, Kayla, in Pinellas County, the most dangerous county in all of the land. Also got a message from Derek Richards. Richards sent me a uh, a, a link to an article that he claims happened a few miles from his house. He says he's a long-time listener, first-time contributor. Well, big shout-out to Derek. I love to hear from people, long-time listeners especially. Big shout-out to long-time listeners. If you're a long-time listener, you tell me. Give me your address. I'll come right over and give you a hickey. Uh, also Gina Ramsey sent me an article and uh, she said what's up so happy holidays, happy holidays to Gina as well you guys can email me anytime, anything to uh, funnyjones at gmail.com or you can contribute uh, an email message or a link through the website weirdafnews.com check it out, check it out, check it out check it out out. Uh, question, will Jonesy do a story for Will Jonesy do an episode for Thanksgiving? Uh, maybe we'll see uh, how my hangover is. <laughs> uh, thinking about it. Also, just wanted to bring your attention. Still doing the holiday push here for the Patreon, which uh, Michael from Iowa City will be matching. Uh, people that join the Patreon or increase their Patreon uh, their Patreon contribution, and uh, that's like the holiday challenge. I guess uh, I guess is what we call it. Oh, boy, I'm really rambling here. What do I say? Okay. Uh, oh, how do you join the Patreon? That's what I should say. Tell them how, Jonesy. Tell them how to do it. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and uh, I'm going to be putting up some extra content today in there. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in there. A lot of it's visual stuff that I, I wanted to do for the podcast, but it was uh, it had a visual component that I wasn't going to be able to highlight because a podcast is, you know, of course, audio So those sorts of stories that are also weird, they go in there, um, among other things. Uh, Also, you can download the Patreon app or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon link. Now, we got a holiday coming up. Tomorrow's going to be Thanksgiving, as you know, and I hope you all, if you're celebrating it, celebrate it with loved ones in a very safe place and that you have a lot of, what's some of my favorite things to eat? Oh, I love butternut squash. Oh, mashed butternut squash with lots of butter on it. Oh, (laughs) potatoes and gravy, mashed potatoes and gravy. Ah, oh, man. I'm embarrassed to say that I'll be uh, spending Thanksgiving at a restaurant. Yes, yes. I'm not going to get a home-cooked meal again two years in a row. (laughs) It might be three years in a row, actually. I can't remember the last time I had a home-cooked Thanksgiving meal, actually. I went to a Mexican restaurant last year. In the middle of COVID. Uh, And then uh, I'm spending my... I do have some family out here. A little bit. A little bit. So I hook up with them. But they're they're old and they don't want to cook. So I sure as hell ain't cooking. I'll screw it all up. So they're like, we're going to do a restaurant. We like a restaurant. Okay, I'm there. I think it's going to be in a... I think it's an Italian restaurant. I'm not really sure. I just want to hang out with people and eat and get drunk. So that's my goal, and I hope you achieve the same goal. I really do. And if you'd like to wish me a happy Thanksgiving, you call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve, or hit me up on Instagram at Funny Jones. I'm always checking that constantly, and I answer most um, messages on there as well. So Funny Jones on Instagram. We'll see you. Happy holidays. Hey
1: Jones, it's Michael calling from Well. Michael from Iowa City, but I'm calling from my hometown of Burlington, Iowa, and I've made it home safely for the holiday weekend, and I'm just calling to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if you'll get this message on Wednesday's show or not. I'm hoping so, that I've called in in time to get it added on to the end of the podcast, but I'm just calling to wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving holiday season here and hope everyone is able to be with loved ones and i'm just calling to wish my uh, blessings upon everyone for the thanksgiving season we have a lot to be thankful for and uh, hopefully it's good health for everyone and good fortune for most so anyhow uh, along with that just a quick mention of the Thanks for Patreon Challenge. Remember, if you are able to increase your Patreon membership, I will donate a dollar to Jonesy for each new increase, and if you're able to join the Patreon, I will donate two dollars for each new member. Okay, this goes on through Sunday, the end of the Thanksgiving weekend at midnight, Sunday the 29th, and been upset about that god bless y'all happy thanksgiving to everyone be safe and in your travels and i hope that everyone is able to have an enjoyable thanksgiving season and remember there are many times dark and desperate times but all you have to do is look around and i'm sure that there'll be someone that has it worse off than you and that's certainly something to be thankful for that you don't have as quite as bad as someone else so count your blessings and uh, be thankful for that amen to everyone and god bless all the weirdos thank you Bye bye
0: jonesy this is the one and only good old mr nice calling to say i am a little bit disappointed on this one Uh, Last Florida Friday, you did a story about a man attacking a seagull with a shovel. And then you got off on a little rant about how they take your chips and your onion rings. And then after you did that, you didn't know what they did. When you could have said that they ran. You know, they ran so far away that entire flock of seagulls, but I love the fact that somebody out there is keeping it weird, so thank you from the bottom of my heart.